Hello and welcome to episode number two of Fishing Fridays. Been an interesting couple of weeks. Haven't had a whole lot of opportunities to make it out, but uh, was able to make it out a few times. And especially uh, was able to uh, make it out to a lake that I hadn't fished quite uh, fished this year at all. Had fished it previously and had an opportunity to make it down there. So it was good in the southern part of the state. They've had quite a bit of rain down there, so it was uh, pretty full and looked pretty good overall. The it was really expecting things to kind of be like they were uh, previously. It's kind of a stained, uh, kind of a dirtyish water, so I was expecting really to do well with black and blue with uh, green pumpkin, which are you know two that we've had a lot of success colors. We've had a lot of success with down there, whether it be on a, a scrounger or whether it be on a, a chatterbait. Uh, and also, uh, you know, had had some good luck with uh, uh, lipless crank. So um, a, 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 sm- a smaller of the of the size, a quarter ounce uh, lipless crank. So I was kind of expecting that to be the same when I went down there. I noticed that some of the spots had were kind of tough to access. Uh, the lake too due to seeing some floating ve- vegetation some of the grasses and other veg- vegetation had been kind of looked like it had been pushed around a little bit by the higher water and some wind so that kind of limited my access to some of the water uh, and so it was kind of a challenge trying to find some of those openings to, to fish out of really didn't have the overall good success that we see like I said we've seen there in the past uh, was uh, didn't have anything off of the black and blue off of chatterbait tried a couple of other colors um, in that green pumpkin range and again um, not a lot of opportunity sprayed grass didn't see much there too so it's really kind of kind of tight and I uh, switched over to a 1.5 uh, Zuma uh, square bill that doesn't have a rattle in it and uh, didn't see anything on that one decided to go back and try the Azuma lipless crank which has a rattle in it and did find some success caught a couple of smaller fish uh, out of there but nothing like we'd seen previously in that you know two to three pound range so it was overall it was pretty much a challenge but it was good to get back down there and check that out uh, back home made it out a couple times again nothing big last night um, caught a couple of small ones on a, a chatterbait uh, throwing a um, jackhammer, uh, the uh, uh, kind of a bluegill colored uh, with the spray grass, um, spicy beaver that um, that four inch uh, uh, spray grass, uh, spicy beaver, and uh, seeing like I said, keep a couple small ones on there, but nothing big. Really been pretty hot lately, and so um, probably should have been fishing a little bit deeper. And trying to, to see where some of those fish are hiding right now in that heat. So, uh, you know, talking a little bit about equipment-wise, uh, you know, going to give you some ideas on what we've been doing this year. Uh, haven't had a, didn't talk about that in the first episode. Right now we're um, throwing a, a uh, with the, uh, the setup, I should say, is a, uh, the Mojo Bass, uh, St. Croix Mojo Bass Rod. It's a seven-footer, medium-heavy action I'm sorry, medium heavy on the strength, medium heavy action. It's a, a really nice rod, very sensitive, uh, really feels good. It, it's weighted very well, and I really like the way that 
um, it fishes and and I did this year go with the with the uh, Shimano Karata on it and it's been a very good combination to fish with you get a lot of good casting distance again a lot of feel and it just handles very well and it's very um, sensitive and it just overall just like the performance of it I've been running the 15 uh, pound of Brazex in it again other than having a little issue there around the 4th of July but breaking a line running over uh, a rock or two uh, it's very been very durable so I really like that um, a Brazex um, by Seaguar it, it's very durable and it's it's great um, line to be thrown especially with throwing a lot of jigs so uh, you know they, when you look at the, when you look at combinations you know you can spend a lot of money um, and you can also you know go to the other end of it I think performance wise it's going to be pretty close there's going to be uh, you know some some differences but overall it's going to be pretty close and so you know you can find very good rods and reels at a reasonable price uh, if you do some checking especially around springtime when Bass Pro runs their uh, big fishing sale you can get a lot of um, good deals on some equipment at that time and uh, try to save you a few bucks but I uh, will also you know say that I have been, been previously fished the Carbon Light 2.0 the the uh, Bass Pro Shops Carbon Light 2.0 and um, it's been and that was a great combination also it was again very very lightweight um, you know pretty small uh, overall reel feels good in your hand very comfortable very well rated and I like it too because you can adjust has an adjustment based on your uh, line um, uh, size so if you got 14 or 15 or whatever pounds you can make your adjustments on the rod on the base based on what size and you adjust your line guides based on what size of line you're throwing so that one again i got it at a real reasonable price there a few years ago out of bass pro shops and again it's very very well put together um and fortunately breaking the rod tip on it it's really kind of changed the overall performance of it and was able to to, to kind of uh, make a home repair with it and and added a new um, uh, line guide on the end of it but again i think it's over, it's kind of affected overall performance but still none nonetheless it's a great rod and reel and so again you know it depends on your price range and what you can afford you can still find uh, some good rods and then all the way up to you know probably unlimited i, have, I give you an example i looked at the victory the other day one of their um the st croix victory and i think that was priced at 200 dollars. again i felt like it was pretty well closely weighted a little bit more performance a little bit more maybe durability with it versus the the mojo bass but in comparison for for the savings of 60 bucks it's pretty close so it's kind of like whatever i guess you feel like you want to spend on the equipment so that's kind of what i've been fishing with the majority of the time and again it's it's really been happy with that performance lure wise we talked about it a little bit but kind of give you some more background on it throw a lot of the chatter baits i have had a lot of good success with those z-man products i really like it feel comfortable with it i wasn't sure at first about using the jackhammers but I really do see a little bit more performance out of them, a little bit more vibration out of them so if you're looking for that real good thump you know i would say invest the money and jump up to the jackhammers and then same with same with the size wise i'd always really fish the three ounce three eighths ounce 
um, jigs, but uh, decided to move up to the half ounce. And again, you know, still seeing a wide range of smaller fish all the way up to, you know, to those, um, you know, four pounders, which we've seen and probably obviously bigger if we were in a different area that could have access to them. But, you know, those are, those are definitely some, uh, good lures to use. And again, going back to what we stated previously, it's, uh, been a very good uh, performing lure because of the type of ponds or type of bodies or fisheries that I typically fish. And, and there's a lot of that, um, you know, either algae slime or some kind of vegetation out there, especially this time of year. And so, you know, you want to have something that can kind of cut through that, but also give you some, be a reaction bait. Those are obviously not weedless. The ones I'm fishing aren't weedless, but they do uh, very well. Uh, you know, get hung up a little bit, but not as much as if you're throwing a, uh, a treble hook out there, a, you know, a crankbait that's, that's got treble hooks, it's going to get more caught up in that. So again, they're looking at moving those, uh, moving to those more as a, because they just, again, perform a lot of better in the water and they do create that reaction strike, especially, you know, I'm trying to cover a lot of water, trying to cover a lot of shoreline or, or water, you know, cover a lot of the water and trying to, you know, move and, and cover as much territory as I can in a short period of time. Like last night, we had about 45 minutes of time to go fish. So I'm going to fish something that I can move and try to find and locate some of those fish. So again, that chatterbait, especially that jackhammer, is going to put off a lot of sound, a lot of vibration. It's going to draw those fish in. One of the things, and I learned, you know, this a few years, and that was ago, and, and they talk about this a lot, is, you know, matching the hatch and, and kind of matching the water and, and those type of uh, situations. Like I mentioned previously when I was fishing uh, up north and was catching some of those um, spotted bass, those fish were, were really reacting to that bluegill uh, colored type bait. And in, in the Midwest and, and a majority of our ponds, if not all of you, are going to see that if there's bluegills there, that's going to be their, their major uh, feeding source. Same thing, uh, you know, with crappies and some of those other type of fish. Those, that's what they're really going to feed on. So anytime you have that ability to kind of match that hatch with that bluegill color, then that's definitely the way to go. In the, and uh, again, something close to that, I've had some luck with that spray grass and you know, with the green pumpkin colors too. And uh, some of the waters that are dark or cloudy days, uh, you know, the those darker days or darker waters, then I'm gonna switch over and, and uh, fish that uh, black and, and blue. Really like that uh, jackhammer in the black and blue because it's got a dark black or a darker colored uh, blade so it's not going to have that reflection as you would normally see so again it's more about the sound some of the other colors that i have do have a gold or a silver color and i think those are those days where the water's a little bit more uh, bright and, and the sun's uh, out and the water's a little more clear then you can also get that reaction based on that reflective light along with the chatter so that's good to know and good to have that ability to change those up based on on the color and again, looking for, you know, pretty much a, a little bit smaller profile you can on that half ounce uh, or half ounce jig go with a little bit bigger profile. But I've been finding pretty good luck throwing that uh, smaller profile with that uh, spicy beaver, that, that four inch spicy beaver. And you can kind of fish again, this 
throughout the spring and then in the summer. Sometimes in the spring you want the little bit smaller profile and then go to the little bit bigger profile into the summer. But again, I have pretty good success. I feel pretty comfortable fishing that year, you know, throughout the whole year and, um, you know, getting that nicer, sleeker profile of that trailer on that um, chatter bait. Again, color-wise, I, I, I like that Reaction Innovations. They have the uh, hematoma. Really, there's no fleck in it. It's black and blue. Pretty, you know, pretty dark in that in that sense. They don't have that reflective uh, uh, fleck in it. And uh, I've, I've really liked it. Fished it quite a bit. Also, you can get to the black and blue with the fleck in it. And then also, for me, I've been using the uh, sprayed grass as the kind of that more towards that uh, blue gill colored uh, type uh, copy of the of the blue gill in that in that trailer the uh, bass pro shops does have a nice one that they do of their um, river bug the the smaller i think it's three and a half of the river bug they have a blue gill that's uh, actually a blue and a white with some black and or, I mean, it's clear colored, and it's got the fleck in it that's blue and 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 white and blue and black, kind of looking a little bit like a bluegill. And they've got some uh, other colors. You know, I've had I've caught a lot of fish with those. Just don't just the durability of them is really the question mark. They don't seem to be as durable as the Reaction Innovation Spicy Beaver. You know, I've caught there this spring. I caught maybe 20, 30, 40 fish using the same one, and really didn't get beat up and was able to use it over and over again and I finally did wear out um, I don't think that's been the case all the time but I have had seems like better luck with those being more durable versus uh, you know what the Bass Pro Shops ones are like so you know cost wise you're probably going to be able to get the, the Bass Pro Shops ones buy a little bit cheaper but again using more of them and uh, you know going through them quite a bit more versus the, the overall durability of the of the reaction innovation. I also mentioned earlier the uh, scrounger. I found that a couple of years ago and really uh, like using that in deeper waters. And I've been running the half ounce with that. I know there's haven't been a chance to experiment with the different size bills on those, uh, but most of those, the ones I've been using, are the little bit longer bills. Those are a little bit more slower cranking, but get you down there in that deeper water. Again, with the ponds and things that I fish and some of the other places fishing off the shore, you're not going to get that really that good deep dive and get to that depth uh, with a, a crankbait, deep diving crankbait, as much as you can with uh, this uh, scrounger. So I like to use that in those deeper waters to get down there and kind of see what's on the bottom or toward the bottom. The good thing about the scrounger is that it does give you that ability to give that uh, that uh, a lure uh, a little bit of a shake. So uh, it kind of gives it some uh, more of that swimming, shaking, uh, like a like a chatterbait almost, but not um, that vibration as much as you would see with that. With those with those half ounces again, I've been tipping those with the KVD. Uh, I don't remember exactly what they call those, but they're kind of there. Um, crawdad looking um, the uh, KDV, KVD version of those in Strike King and uh, again with the black and blue and also with the uh, um, 
green pumpkin. And with those, again, cranking them pretty slow. And those are in that, the, again, that bigger profile at that uh, four, four and a half inch range, uh, roughly with those. Um, have again have had some success with those good success with those in in some smaller fish all the way up to some of the bigger fish so you know sometimes i really haven't had uh, don't feel as comfortable and it's much success fishing top water stuff i do a little bit um and, and i didn't mention previously also when i went down to that lake in southern iowa i did go out and throw the whopper plopper a little bit just to see you know no reaction from the fish on that whopper plopper that weekend so but going back to the scrounger just don't have a lot of success uh overall and need to get better at fishing that top water type stuff and and getting more comfortable with frogs and those type of things but you know in the meantime when again the it's it's hot and you know in the 90s to 100 uh, fish are going to be down that deeper cooler water anyway and you know those bigger especially those bigger fisheries where they have that ability to do that so it's nice to be able to throw something down there just to see what you can get to react so the, again those are are nice and and you know not weedless but you're going to be able to get them through pretty easily and if you lose one of those compared to you know a, a crankbait you're talking about you know quite a bit of a difference in price and i think it was like uh, three or four bucks for uh, two of those scroungers versus what you know seven to 15 or more you know for that deep diving crankbait so you know that comparison that that uh, trade-off is good again especially if you're fishing from the shoreline and you know you can really just let that scrounger sink down into that lower levels that lower water column and bring it dragging it back through versus having to really you know crank that uh, deep diver through that uh that water column and then trying to get it down there deep enough but get it back up there you know fast enough so you're not dragging through some of that garbage in the bottom or you know losing it in the rocks and again you know that gives you the variety the ability to put a, diff, a variety of different baits on it and you know i said i really like those kind of those uh, similar type you know creature bug baits uh, i have put a swim uh, one of those uh, uh, swim type baits on there before and again having a lot of success but it does give it some some good vibration good movement through the waters so that's all we have for this episode i uh, hope you have a great weekend fishing here's to a great weekend of fishing stay safe stay healthy out there and enjoy <music>